Go fix yourselves. Why don't you go fix yourself? Here's a headline. How about go fix yourself? Go fix yourselves. Go fix yourself. This this is new. This is something we've never done before. Yeah. We've always been in person doing a podcast, and now we are now switching not. that up. So, yeah. for those that are joining us for this podcast, we are not in the same room for once. And yeah, it's I weird. know we we said we weren't going to talk until we got in person for the podcast, but today's an exception. Yeah. Do you want to tell them why? Well, I mean, like I think it's pretty self-explanatory is like, you know, Steven was out shooting with people and one of those people that was hanging out with someone might be positive for covid um so i feel fine but at the same time you know it's like i'd rather i've been trying to do this pandemic like okay what would i want uh someone else to do you know what i mean sure and so in my head i'm like let's just play it safe rather than be sorry i don't want to like my worst fear with this whole pandemic and i think that's what this is what brings me so much anxiety is like the whole idea of like calling someone or texting someone like, hey, I got it. You should probably go get tested. It's, you know, it's just like a whole like, ah, uh, that's just a conversation I don't want to have. And so that's applicable in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, oh, you know, uh, but, you know, so I think this is good. It adds a little um something to the podcast is like we have we have to see each other through screens instead of uh actually be with each other but at the same time this frees us up to do it wherever whenever we want basically we don't have to you know be together it's like okay well eight o'clock won't work for me because i have to you know be here to work on this or work on that it's like anytime just get on zoom and record and i like that i mean this opens up the podcast to be uh, if one of us is traveling, if one of us Bingo. is wherever, we could just be like, let's hop on, do a 40 yep. minute chat, catch up. Yep. I like that. See, and I, and I like that whole, like, <laughs> it's funny because I was thinking about this this week a lot because Hawaii, I don't know if you saw Hawaii just uh, offered up any remote workers, anybody that's working remotely can get a free, I think it was a free plane ticket to Hawaii. And you have to stay for 30 days or more. Mm. And I'm like, man, if all my work was done remotely, I would have done, I would do that. I would a hundred percent like literally just fly to Hawaii and just, you know, crash at someone's, yeah, someone's like, you know, summer house or whatever. I don't know. But I'm just saying like, that is something that's a dream of mine to become a hundred percent remote work, right? I can be anywhere and do anything. I mean, that's definitely a huge goal of mine. I mean, we talked about goals last time. Making mm-hmm. a passive income is a huge goal of mine, and that goes with the remote work. Um, and so I like this because, you know, we've been talking about, <laughs> we've been literally talking about us being remote and recording this podcast for like five minutes, but I still, I'm I'm kind of digging it, you know? Yeah. I like the there's, idea of There's a lot of anywhere. possibilities. That's yeah. what the key is, I think, really. Um, today, we want to just kind of talk about stuff that we want to make here in the future, what kind of inspires us and what's some of the content we can picture ourselves creating in the next few months. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think to a point we've been doing this podcast for several episodes now and we're kind of, you know, I'm, I'm listening back and being like, okay, 
we are like a lot of what are talking about is content creation and we we talked about that and you know in the the trailer and the info of this podcast but it's like we are talking about content a lot and creating content and like wanting to get better at creating content and it's like well you know since this is you know we're coming up you know and we're looking towards the future you know 2020 is in the past like what is the content that you want to be looking towards like what and then how are you going to get there what is your process to get to that point what kind of content do you want to make is it for youtube is it for tv is it for vimeo you know or is it for instagram well whatever what platform do you to want to see more of you using i think that's just a very good uh thing to talk about when it sticks in our content creation bubble in my head yeah i've been thinking about this a lot obviously with the new year and and we've discussed goals at length and all that kind of stuff and something that sticks in my head is somebody on instagram reached out to me and basically kind of gave me the whole you should be much bigger than you are right now the quality of your videos equal better than the number you have and so he gave me some advice about making shorter dumber videos because that's what people consume faster right so like tiktok or or just stop spending so much time on the piece of work and focus more on kind of dumbing it down. And I don't... You know, well, yeah, that brings up something you've told me about that I think uh, I want to talk about. But yeah, continue. Sorry. I just don't think that's the answer that I want to go for. I yeah. don't care about making or dumbing down my stuff if or putting less effort into it. Right. If I want to make something and edit it and make it really... Qu- quality it's because i want to like it's not because i have to or need to or worried about the 500 extra people that'll see it or whatever yeah and so that's something that's stuck with me is continue putting out quality work yeah well it i think what i wanted to talk about because i think in my head um you said something a while ago that it like has resonated with me and you were like, go back and like find some great clips or great content that you've made in the past and just use one clip and post that. You know, yeah. that's what a lot of people are doing. And it just blew my my mind. And I and I still haven't done this. I've just been taking a break from social media, but like it blew my mind. I'm like, man, I do have like constant like go back and just look at those clips, look at that content, look at those little videos I've made, and I have mm-hmm thousands almost you know of just like these one clips that would be that would show what i can do it would show my Mm -hmm. video work it would show just like you know and put it with a cool song and it's almost like tiktok or reels or instagram or whatever right and it's like instead of focusing on a a whole video and like editing a one minute video or 30 seconds even like yeah it takes time but like going back and finding one clip like i can do that in 15 minutes and post that, you know? Right. And so work smarter, not harder. And I'm not saying don't make shorter videos, but I am saying don't put less. uh, I don't know. Like I keep saying dumbing it down, like in a sense, 
don't worry about shooting shots creatively and using, I don't know, like the way he said it made it sound like, hey, just film something with your phone. It'll be good enough for most can you, people. Can you go into your phone and read that message? Um, go, I don't go want to. Go scroll past case. the nudes that you guys have been sending each other. <laughs> yeah. And then read that message if that's okay with i mean I, that, i'd have to find it weird? it was a while ago but essentially okay. it was make shorter easier to digest stuff. to digest yeah that, that makes sense yeah i like see i like that because i always in my head i'm always like i need to if i'm gonna work on something i think this might be the perfectionist in me if i'm gonna work on something i'm gonna like i want to make it big i want to make it better i want to make it perfect you know, and so I think when you were like, hey, well, what if you just like posted a one clip, you know, or yeah. one drone shot? And I'm like, dang. And then like I was even showing um, uh, my girlfriend uh, something that I had shot years and years and years ago. It was just like um, some drone shots of a glacier I got. And she's like, whoa, did you do this? And I was like, yeah. But that was like years ago. And no one's seen that. She hasn't seen that. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, I, I, I got plenty of that crap just sitting in my hard drive yeah, it's there. like right and so i'm like does that and then, so I, i'm starting to ask myself questions for posting right as far as like you know my head i want to be a filmmaker i want to be taken seriously as a filmmaker and what are the what are the pieces of content or what do i need to start making to be seen like that or to at least be taken seriously like that instead of being like hey i went to colorado for nine hours and i made this little video you know it's like i like that i like the run and gun thing and it makes me be creative but at the same time like i want to get more intentional about the content i'm making you know what i mean like i want to start instead of just like busting out stuff in my head where it's like you know oh i just get something out to get something out it's like i want to be a little bit more intentional of like what I'm making. And so in my head, I'm like, you know, does posting this one shot or these shots compiled together, does that make me look like a serious filmmaker? Or, you know, does it start heading in that direction? And like, if the answer is yes, then let's post it. So I've been like working on like a list of like questions to ask myself, like, is this something I want to post? Should I, is there, can it be better with something else? Like, um, you know, someone I've been really inspired by lately, uh, just like in the last couple of days, honestly, is this guy named Salomon Lighthelm. Um, this I dude, don't know. right? A lot of people don't because he's just like in the background. Um, but as far as like a filmmaker uh, slash musician, he's very inspiring. First off, he's making passive income, making music, and putting it up on like Music Bed or Epidemic mm-hmm. Sound or whatever he's doing. But he's also doing commercials, directing commercials. He directed a film. Um, he's just got he, he's got a very good progression of stuff, and I've been very very inspired by him. And I look at his work, and I'm like, okay, it can like you can watch it and be like, this is what he does. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is how he wants to be seen. He wants to be seen as a a serious film director. Like everything is, it's not. Um, run and gun kind of stuff even though that's really good but like you know there was a progression he probably went through that phase and now he's been like okay let's get him a little more intentional about what i'm posting or what my shots are and stuff like that so i don't think people 
It's kind of like the classic Gary Vee thing where people look at you where you are now and just assume yeah. that happened overnight and you're where you are because of luck and it right. immediately happened versus the 10 years of fiddling with all sorts of stuff to get to where you are and the experimentation and the failures and all that stuff. So where we are now is a progression of five to seven years, if not longer of dabbling yeah. in all sorts of stuff. Well, I think, but I think it's been like this last year or maybe year and a half too of like where we've been seriously getting, you know, serious about I would like agree. what we are, what we're working on and what we're working towards. You know, it's like, you see all these like, promos or b-roll commercials or something and it's like in my head i'm like that is almost kind of where i want to head towards it's like they're getting more intentional about stuff it's not it's not like for me i've been just like taking videos and just posting them right it's like they're having a little bit more of an umbrella putting stuff under right whereas i've been being like you know, oh, let's go over here and shoot this and go over here and shoot this. And I can do this. I can do interview. You want me to, you know, film an interview with you? Yeah, I can. I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. You know, it's like I'd rather get more serious about um, the type of work I'm taking on and who I'm working with and also what I'm doing personally and kind of like getting that into more of like I want to be a, you know, filmmaker instead of just a videographer. Well, where do you social media wise see yourself putting stuff to it to achieve that yeah so i'm i'm still i think i think this is still relatively new i mean like i didn't really want to be called a filmmaker until like you know 2020 right like when i turned right. 30 it was like when i finally was like all right i want to start making films or get serious about it uh i think the platform or platforms i want to use more um are vimeo i think and this is a relatively new thing because it's like I've been consuming more Vimeo because it's like serious uh, content. It's not like it's for filmmakers, basically. Um, and then maybe a little bit of YouTube and then um, TikTok, I guess, in my head. But TikTok in my head, I'm like, I re that would be like um, if I was heading the YouTube direction, that's the way I would want to go. TikTok hmm. as far as like. I don't know. I, you know, and I, th I still think it's like I'm still ruminating around in it and I still haven't made any decisions about where I want to post stuff. Um, but I still think Instagram is in my head a very strong platform, even though we've, you know, given it a lot of shit lately as like far as like, oh, we're not, you know, getting the numbers that we need or the numbers that we should get or whatever. But in my head, I'm like, um, I still have people Googling me and it still pops up and then it's almost like a portfolio, right? Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, I even just the other day got an Instagram message was like, oh my goodness, I had no idea you were a videographer. You know, this is someone like I knew years and years and years ago. And she's like, your videos are great. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Because she saw it on Instagram, right? So I still think it's a very good tool. Um, so I'm still trying to think of like, like what kind of content I want to post um, because I want to switch that up. I think I'm time. It's time to like, you know, st stop shooting in all directions and just kind of start to focus on like what is good um, and what, what exactly be more intentional about, you know, creating content. 
instead yeah. of just firing all directions. That's kind of what I, I'm feeling. I kind of feel like you're in the perfect place right now because so you're for those that don't know, you're at a house all by yourself. Yeah. That isn't yep. yours. No. And, and I mean, I think we we've talked about this. I'm house sitting. Yeah. Um and it's it's indefinitely. Yeah, and I don't know when they're coming back or if they will come back. You know, they they left and here I am in this house almost strangers to a point, you know. Right. They just found me through a friend and then we're like we need someone like next week. Like, All right. So yeah, I'm so, in this beautiful house. So in my head there's like three short films that come to mind, right? Oh, with yes, your situation. In a couple different genres. So the horror one we talked about, being yeah. in a strange house, is not a hard idea to draw. You know, you could no. have... And, well, and that's... Okay, sorry. Uh, someone on Instagram posted this the other day. Like, they bought a new house in Seattle. And it was like, is it just me or is it really scary when you're staying in a new house? And I'm like, that is a very relatable thing. And I was oh, like, yeah. that goes about exactly what Kyle was talking about. So I just thought that was really interesting. Everybody has that problem. Staying in a new sure. place by yourself, like it's 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 kind of like there's a lot of new creaks, there's a lot of new sounds. You can do a lot with that with a horror short film. I agree. So yeah. you have this horror movie idea as number one. Like a mm-hmm. short film, creepy house. You could go a million different ways with that. Number oh, yeah. two, you could switch it up, do more of a dramatic thing. Like maybe you find an old note in one of the drawers and it's like a love letter and you start piecing together this affair that happened. Like you could make Ooh. up a million different wow, stories. Okay, this is a new idea. Yeah. yeah. Like you have nobody in the house. You don't have roommates. Right. You don't have a family to disturb this. I don't and even you have could a just, dog. Right. And yeah. you could just make up a bunch of different little short films yeah. and try out a different um, filming technique, whatever it may be, vibe you know, I love. I one. love that idea. I, I think one thing, too, is like I have been, um, what's the word, like hesitant. I've been hesitant on making that kind of content, right? Um, just because it's like, a total out of left field diversion from what I have been making. Right. Right. I want to get serious about script writing and I've been hesitant about telling people I've been writing scripts, screenplays. It just sounds like, okay, Steven, you got You're a big dreamer. You're a big dreamer, buddy. Good luck. Like what's a cliche for a reason. Everybody's working on a script. Right. Or I I got a movie idea. And I think that's the thing is like, I just don't want to, I want to be taken seriously and like in my head before I tell anybody, before I create anything, I want to have like, you know, the portfolio to back it up in my head. It just seems weird. It's almost like the imposter syndrome. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been feeling that when it comes to like wanting to create films or short films or, or even writing or whatever. I just like, I haven't felt like well, that's not me. That's those guys, you know? And it's like, well, well you want to do it, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you just freaking do it? And, like, you'll be able to, you know, get better and better and better over time. Yeah. So, Or you'll just confirm you suck. And, that, <laughs> and that's important, too. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean that is a... a that, it, if that happens, that happens. Uh, yeah. I... 
I don't want to jump into something thinking that. I think uh, that's a very real problem with people. It's like, uh, well, I'm gonna suck. This well, is well. Then you know suck. you got to get better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think those those are great ideas. It's like, um, I have been struggling trying to make content by myself. You know, quarantining basically. Um, yeah. in this house and I, I'm, you know, even now we're, we're quarantining, but at the same time, like I've been trying to be good and like not go out when I don't need to not see people when I don't need to. It's just like trying to do my part, whether you believe it or not, doesn't really matter. It's like, I feel like, Hey, I can do a lot inside. Um, but also it's like finding the right time, the time to do, to work on that stuff. Right. You know, uh, that is, that like is a big thing work. Yeah. So, I mean, like I'm a, uh, some people would say workaholic and I love working and I love what I do and I love what I do for people. But sometimes it does, you know, it's like, okay, I need to take some time for Steven. Um, and so hopefully that time is, has is coming up soon where it's like, okay, well I'll be able just to focus on a very small amount of clients where I can actually focus on the stuff that I want to do. Um, right. But, you know, I think that time's coming. But what about you? I mean, so we talked about where I want to head as far as, you know, I want to start making more serious narrative content or just serious content in general, um, cinematic or whatever. Um, but where where are you wanting to go as far as like this future? Where do you see your content? Where do you see yourself doing? Um, yeah, it's the floor is I'm, yours, Kyle. I'm not quite positive as as well i picture myself putting out short form content on the major social medias for a little while instagram tiktok blah 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 yeah and what i picture is almost like a quarterly short film and i just use film loosely but like something that has a lot more thought and effort put into it and mm. so every quarter, whether it's a golf trip and there's a story to tell or a family vacation or some sort of idea that I'm like, this is what I want to make a short film about. I think that will be kind of the goal is for those a year. And then in between that is just all short form content. I like that. I like the the four big pieces of content a year yeah like what does that look like that, though is that is that narrative work or is that just like cinematic shots or what i think it would be a mixture of i i the cinematic word is overused but that mixed with some voiceover and whatever the story is i don't know yet but yeah yeah. Just something that I'm spending more than a couple hours on, like something I that I take a couple weeks to really dial in the colors, the music, the sound design, right. everything. Isn't that, it's, isn't that the thing? I think it's like we've gotten to that. I, I feel like we're both in the same similar scenario where it's like we have done that. We have run and gunned it, uh, as some might say, and like we've been like okay it's monday let's create something okay let's have it out by wednesday you know we rush it we do the color we do the sound we do everything we just rush it but we've only we've gotten to that's gotten to us you know that's gotten us to a point where it's like okay you know this is this is good i've learned all this stuff but now it's time to move on to more like like i said i i think i keep coming back to like being intentional about what you're posting 
Yeah. Um, and actually, like, instead of just being like, you know, me walking through Disneyland and taking shots and just putting them together, which I still think are some of my best work as far as just like, hey, here I am with a camera. I'm mm-hmm. in this amusement park and let's get some really, really cool shots. Did really good, I think. But I want to get more intentional about what I'm creating. And so I think in that in that process, I think that almost is a if you're a storyteller of some sorts, whether whether it's, you know, social media or videography or photography or whatever you want to get to that point where you get better and better and better Um, yeah and so this is the natural progression i think it's like you want to start telling stories bigger and better and freaking awesome and more like i like the idea where you did the month-long challenge of working out and all that stuff where it's yeah showing a a progression of the hero going from this to that and yeah. when you watch that you realize that required days and weeks and a month of footage to go through yeah. and tell this story so i want to do something where it's like a a timeline you know whether that's me trying to be better at golf or yeah. lose weight or whatever the the story is i want to tell that over time instead of I always feel like my stories are shot in one hour and then I just yep. edit it together instead of a progression of something where people can see a change. And yeah. I feel like that's powerful. Like, yeah. think of any big documentary you watch. Uh, one comes to mind is uh, Supersize Me. So, you know, still never seen it. Oh my God. What, I know. What it's weird. With it's like, I know. I don't understand how but anyways, I haven't. But yeah, the idea of that he went from here, ate McDonald's every day, to what he was like at the end. You're like, wow, that is yeah. powerful. Seeing the actual changes. I mean, that's storytelling. It that's is a good story. It's like any good story is like a progression of a character, whether it's small or big. And I think that might be a really good podcast topic. Is just talking about. What draws us into the Why content we like that stories. we want to make? <laughs> well, yeah, but also to a point, it's like, like, you know, how what are we learning from the movies we're watching? Remember, we talked about this. Is like, yep. oh, you're just it's a cop out. Like you're watching movies, but saying you're learning from it. It's like, well, actually, no, it's it's a good point. It's like, what draws us into this movie rather than this movie? Like. What what do we what kind of stories do we want to tell? Do they want to be comedy? Do they want to be horror? I mean, it's like that's the kind of thing in my head. It's like it's a, it's the progression, right? It's the okay. We we randomly shot stuff, put it together. You tell a story through that, no matter if there's even vocals or no or no storytelling. It's just like with shots, you tell a story. Now mm-hmm. we're like, well, now we want to add on top of that. We've told the stories with just the, the b-roll and the shots and the cinematic drone shots now we want to get a little more intentional and i keep coming back to that it's like we want to get intentional about what we're creating what we're putting out there and yeah. i think it's just a natural progression with content creators in my head yeah no i've been watching queen's gambit on netflix and oh, i'm so good really and i'm a basic chess nerd like i understand the game and i can play oh, yeah. it to a level where I could beat most 
people that oh yeah we actually i remember there was a time where you kind of got me into chess because i'm like oh yeah strategy and it helps your brain and and like i remember playing on apps chess with friends or whatever friends and all that Yeah. yeah and you were just like crushing guys left and right and i'm like i'm struggling just crushing one what piece guy. does what <laughs> oh, man yeah i struggle with chess dude i'm a but, checkers boy yeah no me it's a great game but like watching that and you know you see that what a prodigy of something it's like and it's a total different yeah like it's can't even you can't even fathom but that show is just shot so well and there's so many cool mm-hmm. shots that make you I don't know if you noticed this, but there was one shot where you follow Beth on the street into the drugstore to pick up her mom's pills, um, like in episode three. So it's obviously based in the 60s. So that shot was all done on the street into a building that was 60s outfitted. So the street yeah. looked like it was the sixties, the building, and then the, the cars, inside of that everything. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, man, you ever think about, you know, when they film something, they can kind of cheat and put some of the cars right there from the sixties, um, kind of make a look a building from the sixties. And when they go in, they just have to decorate it. But it just seemed like that shot was intentional to show you you were in the sixty. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like all of the props and everything. I don't know. It was just a really sweet shot. Well, I think it's moments like that, that you're like, you get inspired and you're like, oh, that brings up something else or that makes me feel this way. And I think that's what's the beauty of freaking filmmaking and entertainment is like there's shots like that. You know, we I think we were talking about this last podcast or two podcasts ago where it's like. There's certain shots of uh, Gareth Edwards or long shots and like Daredevil or something like that that like really stick with you. Even like the haunting of Hill Ma- uh, Hill House. Yeah. Uh, the episode six where it's like all it's like the whole forty five minute or hour episode is made up of like six shots, six yeah. shots. It's like that's the whole thing. It's like it's just long shots, like. That's the whole, you know, almost the same thing. It's like they're showing, they're making you be more and more into the story. And I think Mm. that's what they're doing with like, you know, showing you the big city, getting into the little store. It's the same thing. Like they're just bringing you into the story more. And it's like, it's funny because, you know, that probably that scene, that's that row that you're talking about that set outside was probably on screen for the whole series, probably like less than five minutes. But yeah, that I mean, probably the whole took, shop. Yeah. That probably took weeks, maybe, or more to like, you know, decorate and to create and to build. And, but it's just like, it's so important to the story to bring you in. Yeah. Uh, because, like, just that moment, right? And it, it sticks with you. You're already saying it sticks with you. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's so many ways you could have shot that where you could do as little work as possible, you know, cut to a scene where it's just a backdrop that you would have to decorate. But this, and I don't know what CGI they may have used or not, but just the idea of, you know, showing you walk into a place that all the walls were 60s themes at old drugstore. It just was like, that 
probably took a ton of work for yeah. this one little you know that brings up another good point of something that i i i've found myself stuck in and i want to get out of it is doing it fast yeah. you know what i mean uh i think to a point i've been you know in that efficiency 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 speed 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 get it done get it done you know it's like i want to get out of that i think sure. to a point that's really good because that teaches you how to get done get things done fast edit fast you know film fast but at the same time when it comes to you know filming fast and then editing you're like oh shoot i didn't think about that or i didn't think about this it's like that's something i want to get out of instead of like instead of being like all right, well, I guess, you know, if we're going to shoot this, whatever, we'll just use the lights in the ceiling and, and then call it good. It's like, no, let's actually take up 10 minutes, figure out lighting, figure out the shot, you know, figure out everything about the, you know, the area. So it actually brings people in instead of, you know, just being like thrown together. And that's one thing I've, I've been guilty of even in this last week. But sometimes you can't get a, you get away from it. But at the same time, you know, that's where I want to head. And so, like, when I do share stuff, it'll be, like, very more, man, intentional. Maybe that's the word of 2020 for me right now is, like, you get more intentional with your lighting, your shots, your learning, your posting, all that stuff. I just keep coming back to, like, be more intentional about 2020 or 2021. Sorry. Man, oh, here I am. I know. It's crazy. living Living in the past, baby. Living in the past. That I um, also feel like that's applicable just in terms of when you're filming. I feel like when you look at us setting up a podcast in person, yeah, uh, it's almost accidental that it actually came together and worked. <laughs> like yeah. our lighting and all this stuff. Like we have an idea, but we also like uh, it's like we we. So like if we're together we record late so we're like all right let's get this we you know we yeah. got to get this done we got to get this done and it's like you know it just kind of happens but i think that's another thing we've learned a lot over especially this last year of lighting and and different yeah. camera techniques and what to do it's like we put those our knowledge together we can actually like create something pretty fast right so it's like yeah. i think it's it has something to do with like surrounding people around you um that know what they're doing and want to get better at it, you know, and want to fix themselves. Boom. Podcast ad right here. Go fix yourself. Podcast.com. Uh, Patreon. Go fix yourself podcast. Um, but, you know, I think it's just uh, it's a lot of like learning that we that we've gone through and now we're getting better at it. And it's just like, yeah, it comes it comes fast. One thing um, I do want to say I've really, really enjoyed and I binged watched this TV show on prime called alex rider mm, yeah now first off it's a it's a spy a teen spy tv show and it's kind of cheesy and to the point where it's like okay yeah this would never happen but i'm a sucker for spies yeah on a sim- uh, like james bond on a similar like- note i've been watching spy kids another oh, <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> i mean I've been reading that book by Robert Rodriguez who went on to create Spy Kids and it's a huge franchise. And it then is. why is it so why is it so popular? It's just like, you know, because Carmen San Diego. And I honestly on Netflix, have you watched that Carmen San Diego TV show? I Freaking love it. It's mm. so good. I mean, it's kids, but at the same time, like the actually the production, the art, the production designer or the production team 
uh, is some guy I've been following. He's an artist I've been following for years and years and years. And this is like his first big TV show that they've been like creating the art for and the concept art for and the characters. And I just freaking love it. But anyway, Alex Ryder, this is, it's just this, uh, eight, nine episode first season, but the freaking shots and the color in this are phenomenal. And of course, like the story brings you in. It's really cool. You know, there's Stannis Baratheon. He's in there. Um, and, but like everything was like lighting wise was just really freaking sweet. Um, and I'm like, that's the kind of, this is the kind of stuff that I would love to get to make. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, you know, if it's a evil hallway, everything was like red. Right. And you're like, okay, that gives you a feeling like, oh, something's going to go wrong, Alex. Right. It's that kind of like lighting and, and getting intentional with your shots that I want to get into. Mm-hmm. But so you should watch that. Alex Ryder, you know, because I think, yeah, it's a kind of a cheesy story, but at the same time, like the cinematography and that was like, oh, perfect. I need perfect. to watch uh, some scary movies. I'm kind of behind on some. And there's a couple that I've seen actually previews on TikTok that have sparked my interest of Hollywood movies or TikTok? yeah yeah like on Netflix like people put up like little teasers of them and show like a scary scene but you know follow yeah. for part two and I I'm like oh I've never heard of this movie and then people I'll read the comments and it's like oh I might have to check that out huh uh what do you remember which one you're talking it's, about it's on Netflix and it's called like uh, I'd have to I came across it and the scene they showed was messed up like in a way it was uh, very creepy interesting I'll, uh, I'll send I've it been, to you when I figure it out I've been wanting to uh watch because me and my girlfriend we just finished watching the Star Trek trilogy like the new Star Treks mm-hmm. and Simon Pegg is in that and I didn't realize that Simon Pegg wrote the third uh Star Trek movie the most recent one um but she hasn't watched Shaun of the Dead yet. Mm. And I'm like, that is like all-time like horror comedy movie. I love that stuff. That was like one of the first ones I ever watched. Right. Yeah, that was like the first of its genre almost in my head. It like, like sparked this huge up, you know, tick of like giant zombie horror land comedies. and everything like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm like, oh, we've got to watch Shaun of the Dead. And I'm, I'm very excited to watch that. Because that's, I mean, that, that movie started Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and Edgar Wright's careers. And now they're ginormous, you know, Hollywood uh, movie makers. Is that what started Edgar Wright? Yep. Huh. Shaun of the Dead. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I mean, I haven't done any research I on mean, it. But like, I just always assumed he'd been around, for, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, he had done, they had done like this thing. Yeah. They had done this like TV show together. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was called, and it was okay. But that's they were able to use that TV show to get the funding for Shaun of the Dead, hmm. which is the first of the Cornetto trilogy, right? So they have the three movies. It was Shaun of the Dead, Hot, yeah, Fuzz, Hot Fuzz, and yeah. uh, 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 at the end of the world or World's End at World's End or something like that. Yeah. So those are the three the trilogy movies that they made together. The three of those guys. Um, yeah. Anyway, I just, uh, love that. Love those guys. I think they're smart because not only did they make three good movies, but they continually make good stuff and they came from small, small time. 
Well, it's like watching Kevin James making stuff. You know, he doesn't for need YouTube. to. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure now it's helping them out like financially. Well, I would imagine. even so, I mean, you got to figure like he probably wasn't struggling. Oh, yeah. Probably not. No. I mean, but I mean, like, he, but he's I, t- taking he, time to make stuff like that for fun. I think Will Smith started that YouTube celebrity uprising yeah. where it's like Will Smith got on YouTube and started making it big on YouTube and making content. And I think a lot of people saw that and was like, okay, well, how can I make it different? So Kevin James was smart and like, let's make, you know, funny cinematic shorts where I'm in the movie. And I think that's, they do that. The production team that he hired is like eight, seven or eight brothers or something like that. Uh, and the work they do is just phenomenal. Yeah. The I am legend one with the uh, sound guy is just so funny. So good. But I mean, like I'm watching that as a, a videographer, I should, you know what? I should start calling myself a filmmaker because, like, that's how I want to be. And that's one thing I've but been Steven, like thinking. What have of. you like, done? <laughs> exactly. But as a aspiring filmmaker, like I watch that, and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know how they did that. Like, it's so good. They green screen Kevin, but then they masked out uh, Will Smith. Like, I just in my head, I'm like, phenomenal stuff. You it's wouldn't need really to do job. it though. You know, you'd hire someone to do all that. Yeah. Aspect. So. That's the beautiful thing yeah. of uh, Fiverr. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pay somebody five bucks. This podcast brought to you by Fiverr. Uh, one of these days, yeah. but one of these days we'll get there. But I think that's good, man. I think we uh, we talked a lot. This is our first, uh, you know, virtual virtual podcast, podcast. sort of. And uh, I think it went good. You know, we talked a lot about the content we want to create, the content we are aspiring to, what is inspiring us. Um, I even had like, you know, thoughts of like, who's inspiring us? Like, what are we watching? What's the content we're consuming? And I had that kind of in my head about what I wanted to talk to. And we didn't talk about that. So maybe that's next podcast. Maybe Um, so. I kind of like that idea. Like, that's a good little progression. It's like the content we want to make. And then next podcast is like, the content that is aspiring us to make the content that we want to make or whatever, you know, sure. We'll figure it out. Bye. Bye. Thank you for checking out another episode of go fix yourself podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go check us out on all streaming platforms. Mm. Tell a friend, mm. leave a review mm. and Steven, where else can they find us? I would love them to go check out patreon.com slash go fix yourself podcast. Now, Patreon is a platform for just a couple of bucks. You can help support your favorite creators and get early access to episodes from this podcast. And as always, go, go fix, fix yourself. <laughs>